Cheers. Cheers. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Everyday Guys Podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Brad. Oh, I was just uh, talking to Brad about something before we got started. He was like, you know, that's a really interesting one. We should we should probably... Uh, we should probably recording. roll. We yeah. should probably go ahead and get it. Yeah. Um, this is a... Uh, that's what we. That's what we came for. I was. I was telling him about this lady in uh in South America. Um, I forget which country it is, but she's absolutely Spanish, and she's a a published writer. She's Spanish in South America, so. She's, yeah. Well, I mean, there's people. She's a, there's people I, no, no, in no, South I'm America just, that are, just they speak to, Portuguese. Trying to picture Portuguese. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, anyway, she's doing work. She she was actually uh, doing a, a whole talk on this work she's doing with these men in prison and uh you know prison's a a cold hard place and uh she talks about how you know as she's walking into the prison for the first time she realizes you know had her life been any different any situation or she could be right there she could be right there with Mm -hmm. them one wrong choice one situation and so she had this deep sympathy and and, and empathy for these people there you know uh, because at the end of the day, you know, like she said, it, it we're only a couple of choices away from being bankrupt. We're only a couple of choices away from being in jail or dead. You know, that's just how fast the world works on all things. And she realizes that although these people have made a mistake, it could have easily been her, you know, or you or me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she, she talks about how she decided, you know, how can I get these men into uh, a literary class or some sort like how can I educate what language are they speaking Spanish she's she's from in South America Uh uh-huh well in South America they're actually I'm understanding three or four different languages down there but predominantly Spanish predominantly Spanish and and, and Portuguese that's the two main languages down there all the way to Brazil the Spaniards conquered everything so that makes sense they landed on America we just you know, so did everybody else. Yeah, there's a lot of cultures in Europe and Asia that have tried to do world dominance and gotten pretty close. Yeah, and back in the time when you could, like, pirate and literally just oh, yeah. world dominate. Like, all you had were your cannons, your pirates, and my alarm going off. Yeah, that's my call me my alarm. I'll call her after. Okay. Um, well, anyway, she, uh, she realizes, you know, to help these men in a literary class, what she didn't realize is that a lot of them are not educated. And barely graduated grade school, and couldn't write, and couldn't read, and and so, you don't learn as well as an adult, huh? Um, I think pro- like probably not. No, when your brain is yeah. growing, you're sponging, the, the, and you just—I'm not. I, I don't. I, no, I've actually read and studied on it that it's in fact certain age groups mm-hmm. of of ages of growth of our growth of our brain's growth, that we soak things in better than ever. Now, all of us can learn. We can yeah. all still learn. Yeah. Um, but it's so much easier at different ages. It's kind of like growth spurts that you go through. Your brain actually does this. Could just I could just imagine a frustrating scene trying oh, to get absolutely. You know, 30 prisoners to... No, more than that. To you know? verb and so, noun so, properly. So you diverse yourself into, into this prison, and you're trying to build trust with these people going through... I imagine trust is the first thing you have to do. Yeah. Make, them, make them understand that she, you're she, not... Yeah. You know? She, she said in one part that uh, one of the prisoners said that they're in prison, there's no rest, there's no sleep. You know, you, 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 there's never any comfort. It's just it's a constant hell. And that, you know, you can't 
talk about weaknesses or time. Or Can't be vulnerable tears. in no, any sense. No yeah. And so it's got to be tough all she, the time. She decided immediately that, and she's trying to teach a poetry yeah. class. Well, it was literature. I know. I'm and just, then, I'm, and then she I'm decided, funny. you know, I'm, I'm that's where the prisoners. Oh, you wanted that poetry class, huh, boy? Yeah, that's a weakness, right? Right. Well, so she she decided I'm going to do poetry because that one is the so least. She, it is a poetry class. It, well, it, it was turned into one. To, yes. Gotcha. So she. Um, she decided to do poetry would be the easiest thing to reach them and, and she started reading short poems to these people and showing them like ones with deep feeling in it and it moved them in such a way they were, it, it inspired them because it was a way for them to speak about their life and, and their world could be more than these bars could be more than this jail cell uh, and, and what it ended up doing it gave these men a sense of dignity they walked taller they, they respected themselves. They respected each other. Um, they felt a sense of empowerment because it's a, they were educating them, you know? Yeah. And um, They could it, read law books, appeal yeah, their case. Yeah. Well, um, it, it was astounding. And uh, at one point she says, you know, at the end of the first year, they all got together and had a little ceremony. So people from the local university came and all of that. Did they get like degrees and graduate? They, they, and they actually gave them certificates. Certificates for just like um, learning how to. Yes. And then at, they also wanted some of the more better rights to stand up and read what they wrote. And she said it was amazing seeing these grown men, some of them much bigger than her. Some of them were just young men, just can't even can't even finish the words, you know, just so filled with emotion and tears, trembling, holding the papers to read this. And, and it just made such a profound effect on her, you know. And she said they ended up writing a book, publishing it, and they even bound the book there in the prison. Oh, that's awesome. Like the whole, all, right, the, the, all right. the copies. Then they went on and did another book and became a great success. And she says, you know, through all of this... These made the books all in the prison. Everything, that's yeah. That's awesome. Um, and she said that it was just an amazing thing, and she wishes for even one moment they could they could they could see what it's like. And about this time, in the audience, a man stands up. He's in a jacket and a suit, and he's got glasses on, and he reads this amazing poem. In fact, I really want you to to, to read it, Brad. It's 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 astounding. I mean, it moves you in such a way, and and it's true, man. Like the Spanish language, the way. The way they write and read, like it just, it, it does so much more, so much more for their language. The descriptive words that they have, you know, so to translate it, it kind of loses something. I can only imagine if I spoke fluent Spanish. But um, this man reads this poem, it, it rips your heart out. And you look to the stage at the end of it, and he says, You know, I'm Martin Bustamante. Today's the first day of my release, and poetry has changed my life. And he's looking to the stage at this woman bawling, crying. And she's so thrilled and happy because you, she's you, made a change. Yeah, you had this life. man that was she set out to do beat. what she wanted to do. Yeah, taught him something, it. made him love That's something, a, and love himself, yeah. and and learn to read and write. Talk yeah, about change in the world. Absolutely, man. Education, <laughs> books. <clears throat> like, look, you don't have to be educated in everything. I, I'm a high school dropout. I, I don't even have my GED. You know, but. I, I'm I'm pretty well read. Um, it's helped my my language develop. I've learned to communicate better. I'm more expressive. You know, um, 
we like to box. That's another way of expressing things. But 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 reading and writing and uh, literature, it, it opens you up in a way that... I feel like it, it, and I don't mean to say this in kind of like I'm special type of way, but I feel like it puts you in a club. It like, does. Like it, it, I not, was not never like a prisoner. Not above anybody, but we no. all can do this. We'd like to do this. Not we can do this. We all like to do it, so we do it to different levels and degrees. Yes. But it's all it's all means just as much. It does. You know, the words rhyme. Uh, what the well, look? Haiku, even if no one haiku. else likes it, you and I were talking about this the other day. When I write something. And it's everything I felt inside, and I emptied my heart and my mind when I dumped it all on paper, every bit of it. And it was everything I felt, and I read it back. It's, I can feel all of it. It's exactly how I felt, and I feel this sense of accomplishment, of peace. And uh, release. High. And release. I'm like, when high. I put that, when I'm depressed and I put it out there on a on paper, like, it's a release for me. It's like, it a, is. It's tears. It's on, how you process it. It's digital tears. It's part of our process, literally. It, it's become yeah, that. Yeah, it is, definitely. And like, people I, that don't, don't know, it's me and Brad have been writing since, geez, young teens. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe beyond that. And uh, over the years, you know, I, I won't say neither of us are Shakespeare, but um, we, we've He's written some stuff that that put tears in my eyes and make make my heart move, and vice versa. And and so it's it's been a yeah. We've written some stuff together, like on Instagram oh, yeah. when we pass that shit. When that when we were doing that, and that was kind of a fun thing at the time. That one yeah. that was really where I was getting a lot of like love for creativity and you as well. You know, and I was really into it though at Instagram. I think I've, I've done that with a lot of. A lot, of, a lot of phases in my life. Now, this is definitely my main creativity source of, is, of creativity. Vital. Yeah. Like it's this, vital. This, this right here allows me to release something and put it out there. And that that's in a way, it's not tears, but it's justification. It, okay, I've said my piece. People I created can, something. Yeah, I've created I made something. A, made a statement. Yeah, I made some jokes. Hopefully some people laughed, you know, and I maybe <laughs> brought to light some issues that I thought were interesting, or at least, at least, it makes me feel good. Yeah, at least get people to 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 maybe check their perspective, or or yeah, or, or maybe I can check way. mine. Yeah, maybe I can check yeah. mine. Maybe you have something to say that can like alter my my view because I'm totally open to it. I want to listen and hear what everybody thinks. And my sister has been that for me, Maria, mm-hmm. um, who to this day is the smartest woman I've ever met. Yeah, and. And becoming one of the most accomplished for, for sure. Um, she's amazing. Oh man, my sister speaks multiple languages. She's ultra well traveled. She's cultured. She's educated beyond. Uh, she's passionate. She's smart. She's pretty. She, and she's a good soul. She really is. You know, hilarious too. <laughs> a little too tough for her own good. I mean, I swear, my sister's the brother I didn't have. She, she's got balls. That's for damn sure. Um, <laughs> But uh, she has a different perspective and, and a different uh, point of view, um, different ideals, and uh, different opinions on things. And she has definitely been someone who has helped open me up to at least learn to listen. You know, most of the time we listen in conversation only to set up a response, and then we're holding that response until it's time to speak. We really didn't soak up anything else what they said. That's absolutely right. I hate, and you can tell when I see it. I mean, I, oh, you man, can I, feel it. 
I can't have a conversation like that with someone who's just waiting to talk. I cannot do it. Like well, they're not I, listening to you. I'm telling you, that is the worst. Yeah. And I can always tell. Like, look, it's it, it's not hard when someone's not listening to you and they just got their response like cocked and loaded, loaded like yeah, before they, you fingers even, on the trigger. There's like, all right, I, they got. It's like. Yeah, it's like they got bullets they got lined a break. up, and they're already in there, yeah. and it's just coming out slowly. Whereas I say everything at one time, I get it all out there. I think, and this is how I feel, and I'm not gonna. I'm, and then I'm gonna listen to you. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to listen to you, and I'm not. I haven't always been that way. I feel it, like well, I, yeah, you, you gotta, you're opinionated. And I, I'm you're not expecting everybody to be that way, but yeah, you gotta, you gotta try. But I, I've learned this though in, in listening, and I'm not the best listener because I'm opinionated, I'm hard headed, um, I'm bad at that loading that gun to fire back because I want to. I'm gonna let you speak, but I have a rebuttal. I have I have a response for everything, or a, a contrary opinion, or something I may agree on, but just not the same way. I want to express it back so. But, but to truly listen hence this platform like yeah. I feel like that takes off the stress of me when I can say something indirectly to everyone and then it's just like you know how I feel yeah well it, it, it it's great to express yourself and it's it's great when you're not going to be interrupted you know but to listen that's a strong thing man um, it, it's it's a really strong thing to, to listen to somebody and truly just be open to whatever they think and feel without having that inner that inner midget on your shoulder wanting to jump up and down and pull out the bullhorn, you know, <laughs> and blast their ass. You know, I, I, I've, learned, I've learned that how people feel is more important than who's right or wrong. I, I, it, I, I like yeah. that. Yeah, look, if you're in a relationship, if you have family... Uh, if you have somebody you work with, a fucking neighbor even, somebody at the gym, if you actually just give them a chance to say whatever it is, and even if what they're saying comes all wrong and they're wrong, and you realize that something else may be going on in their life, because we are all we walking don't, around. We don't ever know never what know. someone else has got going on. You That's don't. something that I, I try to keep in mind. Even when these stupid-ass drivers can't, drive i try to think there's, well, that's the, that's there's the a baby that breaks in the camera's there. back baby on board hopefully i can't you know it, it, it's a lot but anyway the art of listening <laughs> the art of listening is vital and uh and my sister has helped teach me that um because she listens to me she listens to everything i say and then when i'm done she this is how she does she, this is maria i finished telling she goes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay well and then she copes with what I'm saying, kind of yeah. gives me some understanding that she's listened to what I've said, uh-huh. and and also understands my perspective. But then, your introduction, yes, it's a gr- she just knows. Then she's gonna give you the body, and then the conclusion. She knows how to educate she knows people, how to, yeah, and she also knows how she's to navigate to me. People. Yeah, she knows how to navigate me. Yeah, yeah. So uh, when you're dealing with people, although they're a complete stranger, you yeah. can read body language. Yeah. So if you see them already pissed off, and you didn't do anything really. You know that's not you. So yeah. pay attention to that. Yeah. And then sometimes they just need to say what they got to say. And sometimes then right they just, behind they it, just need a hug from a stranger. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm having the worst fucking day. <laughs> yeah. I actually got in a wreck earlier. Right. Um, you know, shit myself on the job, whatever, you know. My, my kid got expelled today. You, you know, you don't know what happened. Never. You know what happened. I'm behind on my bills. 
Yeah. I got fired. Whatever. Right. I need a hug. But but listening is an important thing. And anyway, so this woman. Some people just need hugs. This woman at the prison. <laughs> we were getting away from it. I'm sorry. Go it's ahead. okay. <laughs> I'm just thinking. People probably don't get touched ever. You know, some people they never get touched. Human. Oh, human reaction. Contact? Yeah, because I was. I think I said something yesterday about old people wanting yeah. to just talk. Yeah. Like some people never get touched at all, it, and that's got to be You're absolutely right. There are people that isolate themselves, and not just in communicating, but they don't have friendships. They don't trust people to let them in. But also, let me tell you something. It's human nature that we have interaction. Yeah, we have relationships Talking and like hugs, man. Look, like, you, whether y'all believe it, would you, whether y'all believe in God or not. Or, or trust what's written in that historical, the oldest historical document document on the planet, the Bible. The most sold book of all time. Yeah, literally. Um, Adam was made to be like God in the Garden of Eden in a perfect place, walking and talking with God. And he was still unhappy. So that's why God made Eve, to give him a partner. Okay, so if you just run off of that, okay. And they was just... Banging in the garden nonstop. They was about to, and the snake came along. They was banging. Well, the truth of it is that in human, just human nature, the way Clapping we're made, cheeks. we're gonna ruin everything, even in a perfect place. You know, know. but we but, was all naked. But, but, naked. But, but beyond that, to now, just booty and titty. I wonder if Eve had some titties. You know what I mean? Like some, y'all have to forgive Brad. He has some much titties. Medication some titties. Day. Have some more of that coffee. Hugs. <laughs> um, Titties and hugs. But, but there's a lot of people, though, e- even when you don't trust people or you're an introvert, you don't need a lot of people. You still need somebody. We're you not made to be alone. man. I just, I don't know. We're I not just, made to be alone. I just imagine, I just thought, just a thought crossed my head how many people never get a hug Oh, after, you know... It, childhood or I'm, something I'm going to give you another little story that goes along with exactly it coincides with what you're talking about and shows you what happens when you neglect when you mm-hmm. neglect communication mm-hmm. touch and all that I have a friend of mine who's half Italian and half French and he was raised in Perry France okay and um, actually um, the head of the mafia at one time who um, Carlos Marcelos is who brought him here from France to work in New Orleans in some of his restaurants. Well, while he was in France, it's mandatory everyone who's French served so many years in the army, you know. So he's in the French army. He's kind of a womanizer. Uh, he's he's Pepe Le Pew, actually. He's literally Pepe Le Pew. Oh, hey. Oh, yeah, literally. It's hilarious. <laughs> Darling, you'll dance with me. We always call him the king. That's his nickname, king of France, you know. King Daddy. Yeah. Well, Philippe was in the army as a young man, and he ended up sleeping with a female that was in the service as well. Well, he got in trouble for it, and was warned if it happened again, it was going to be pretty serious. She was a service. Yeah, so, she, service she was in woman. the service too. She yeah. was. Oh, they all have to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Women and men alike. Uh, I believe they so. have to be in the military so. for how long? Um, was in Korea like once you're 18? Is this Korea or no? This is France. France. I'm speaking mm-hmm. of, and yeah. but in Korea as well. Yeah, Korea's the same way. You know how many years? Um, I don't know. In Korea, I thought in Korea it's two years. I, I don't know it how many was Israel. There was the only people that did that. No, I'm sure I'll, no. that was terribly wrong to think that. Oh, but. several countries do it. 
the United <laughs> States even does it. Yeah, they teach everybody some dang humility, I think, you know. I did JROTC, so I'm pretty much a Navy SEAL. <laughs> but I, I see some structure, you know what I mean? I think I think everybody could benefit from at least JROTC. Um, some kind of yeah, some kind of situation where you got to do push-ups if you fuck yeah. up. I I don't disagree with that, but um anyway, um so he did it a second time. Um, naturally, of course, of course he did his Pepe Le Pew. Mm-hmm. Well, they they, they put him in jail. And oh. do you remember that movie Count of Monte Cristo? Yeah. Written by Alexander Dumas. It was a great movie. Okay. The Count of Monte Cristo. Okay. One of my favorite movies to this Well, the day. jail that they take him to. The one with stone was. floors. On that mm-hmm. No window. I remember it well, yeah. Yeah. He was in a place just like that, but it was dirt floors. There was oh. no bench, no bed, oh no window. It was complete darkness. Mm. And every day, twice a day, somebody came to bring a bucket, which was his bathroom and everything, and then his another time for his meal. And the bucket that they brought for the bathroom, it was filled with water. So you had to wash up and everything. And then when you use the bathroom, scoop it up, put it in the fucking bucket. Like it, it was, it's, in fact, he was one of the last prisoners put in there before they deemed it inhumane and shut it down. Okay. Oh my goodness. So I look, just had that. I just envisioned all that in my head. Oh, yeah. Somebody defecating on the floor, then picking it up with yeah. their hands. Oh, dude. And putting it into a bucket. Our jails, he, our And j- then how do you wash your hands? <laughs> so anyway. If you use the water on the bucket. It's what it is. You get two you get buckets nothing. at least, right? Okay. Double buckets? I, I don't know. On Tuesday? Double that. bucket Tuesday? You could use, you could that use guy needs a hug. But he said at nighttime, the rats would come in and he would have to burrow himself in the ground because they would come eat him up. Oh, I and thought you were saying cuddle, burrow so into the rats. He, he was in there several months. I want to say it was like maybe three to four months. Okay. When he got out, his body... His body and his mind was—he was like on the brink of madness. Okay, oh, yeah. literally, light was too much. Um, everything seemed everything. so big. Yeah, because he was in darkness. He was quiet. Mm-hmm. Like he was talking to himself. Small. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and malnutrition too. So yeah. anyway, after he recuperated from everything, he told me, after this great deprivation of everything, right? Mm-hmm. He said, "A woman, a woman, any woman. The first woman he saw, not even a." Gorgeous ass woman, but a woman in general was the most beautiful thing in the world to him. I get it. It was something like he had never seen one in his life. Titties, <laughs> which got him in trouble in the first fucking place. Oh, that's a, that's funny. <laughs> but, but yeah, we so, are we are what we are. Though, so so that that's what I'm getting at. So in being in that prison, malnutrition of the body mm-hmm. and the mind and everything, it was also oh, being intensified his love for. What he was in jail just for. Just communication. He just wanted to to just... He was so lonely. Yeah. So beyond lonely. Eye contact. Yeah. Like, another human. I know you saw me. And least. then he sees a woman. So we it's didn't like... have to talk, but I know you saw me. <laughs> and I'm about to go in the bathroom and hug myself. And the hug all this out of me. Oh, God. I mean, he was probably still hugging himself in the bath, in that place. I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, when you Four months, clean, he said? Yeah, almost four months. Man, that's a long time. But but what I was the whole root of all that was that yourself. was that we need human interaction, mm-hmm. and we need some form of expression, whether we realize it or not. You know. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. A, a lot yeah. of and times I've gone without, which really I've always had an outlet thanks to the internet, I guess. But yeah, I've uh, 
you know, it's darkness out there. If you don't have like and some kind of you don't outlet. have your outlet, your way, some creativity, to, to something, something else, get it out of you. Job. At least people like us, you know, like that in that club that have this need to constantly. I don't think everybody's like that. I, I think some people and everybody's obviously not like that. A lot of people are different in different ways. But. Oh, I'm not. I'm not downing those folks. No, 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 you're not. I'm just. I'm just yeah. talking. Like, oh, uh, I believe that there are a lot of I people think, on this planet that are just blanks. They're just in the way. Yeah, yeah I they aren't doing anything. I wasn't saying that. I was saying I a lot am, of, there's a lot of listeners out there that really just want to, you know, want to hear. You know, they want to hear you. They don't uh, like. They don't necessarily want to speak it out there or create or create themselves. They want to be inspired and feel. Yeah, I think everyone needs that. Um, but I also I say all the time, if you don't appreciate one, if not all of the fine arts, I don't think you have a soul. You know. And what are all of the fine arts? Um, well, there's theater, there's writing, there's music, there's dance, uh, there's theater, sculpting, there's writing, painting, dance, music, painting. You, you get what I'm saying? That, mm-hmm. That's of the fine arts. Oh. It's creativity. Mm-hmm. You know, and you don't have to be good at it. You just, if you can just appreciate it, you have a soul. You know. Yeah. Um, every one of us, you know, nowadays we're all looking for a meme or a quote to make us feel something. Instant um, gratification, baby. J- Jack Raymond. I want to laugh in in the first three seconds of whatever you're showing me. If you got a video, if not, I'm I'm scrolling. Exactly. There's there like there's three more that I know are gonna yeah hit me on my butt. Yeah, we, we want it all now. We don't want to read this much of a fucking book, and I'm holding up an inch and a half. We don't want to read that much of a book. Give me the cliff notes, baby. I'll I'll understand yeah. what the whole book's about. Make me interested. Treat me right fucking now. Yeah. Captivate me. You have three seconds. Go. Fuck a spoiler alert. Tell me how the book ends. Yeah. <laughs> It, you know, and so for let's us, watch the movie. Fuck a book. Th- there's only been a couple times. <laughs> and look, I actually just made this comment. idiocracy. Cheers. I, ju- I just made this comment the other day to somebody about movies. I said mm-hmm. we were talking about patience, and and they they said I have a lot, and I said I actually don't. Um, I'm the type of person I'll go to the movie if that movie is if you don't horrible in five to I'm ten leaving. minutes. If I can't find any way to be curious, and interested. Shit. I get up. Walking out, I enjoy I it. I get up and go oh, to the next dude. movie. <laughs> yeah. I'll, go, I'll just jump over and be 15, 20 minutes in another movie. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get my money's worth. I'm not enduring this shit. Fuck, man. But at the same token... Get a matinee. There's probably maybe half a dozen times in my life where I did there's wait n- it out and it was worth it. There's never any good movies in the theater, though. Never. Not, not lately. Theaters are dead, I think. Um, I, we, hate, I hate that. I try. I love going to a movie theater. We always talk about it, but then we look for yeah. movies, and there's never anything. All the all the good shits coming out streaming first. Yeah. Well, it, they're Pandemic getting more views. Fucked everything up. They're getting more views. You know, um, I'm watching. I don't know, but anyway, it, it, just the whole idea that you, to get someone to truly listen because it, it, it's it's part of the gift of, of educating these men of making them. Of being able to teach them was to get them to listen and and to care about what you're trying to teach them and then to teach them and change the, the whole wiring of their mind yeah you know every everything in their thought process what they these view guys to be in prison circle yeah. back yeah, yeah we're talking about well, we went way off <laughs> but yeah to get them to get them find to find some that help them find peace and 
and give them an outlet. They did. You know? I love even how she by, said even gave them dignity. They stood upright. Yeah. An outlet. You know? They felt like a man. In a place in a in a cage they were given a little bit of release. Self respect. Yeah. A release mm-hmm. of significance and purpose. They were writing these books and binding them. Like yeah. making they're making their art something into what they admired most. Mm-hmm. And the great thing is when you read man, I love that when I read a friend of mine's writings. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. And then I feel something. For me to know the artist, mm-hmm. it's just like paintings. You know, New Orleans, uh, a lot of the art down there are local artists. Are the I, people. Yeah, they have a certain style. The moment I look at it, I know. That's a Michaelopoulos, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know who that is. That's Hector, you know? Like, I, I can recognize it, and I love that because it has a sentiment to me. Yeah. So to make something with someone else... And put it in front of you because now it's a book just like the ones that inspire movies. It's a little bit. Well, this one does too because a little piece of you is in it. Yeah, that's exactly right. Man, you can't explain that though to people, you know. Um, You have to to feel it for yourself. You do. And I wish everybody could because I think everybody would be inspired to want to. Yeah. Want to speak out more and. Well, there's a way to do it too, you know. Mm-hmm. And again, there's like, so many ways to do it. So circling back to that part of the conversation where a lot of people are lonely or having a moment, you know, it, um, having a little patience, learning to listen to them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can figure out things and get through it. Me, I have to listen to people when it comes to my fucking money. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mm-hmm. I used to be at a phase where I would tell people in a minute what I think and walk away from whatever money leave it on the table uh-huh. I'm not there anymore in life because I know it hurts me more later uh, like, I just shut my fucking mouth and mm. dealt with that for another couple hours I'd be paid I'm guilty of that yeah. definitely no. I've... there's a lot of ways like when people people used to be on my ass about fighting they're like man you just love to fucking fight bro that's crazy well no it's not that uh, yes I do enjoy a fight but you know I'm to a point now where I'm not, it's not worth me going to jail or paying a doctor bill or causing mm-hmm. a disturbance. Mm-hmm. So let, let me just be, give it a minute. Let this guy tell me what's really bothering him. See if I can figure it out. Uh, calm him down. Right. You know how much, how much more helpful to the world that is, you know? You knowing, like, I don't need to fucking prove myself to this idiot, you um, know? I've never felt I needed to prove anything. But I always had this thing about letting people get one not, over on Not backing down, I feel, in a sense, is proving something. It proves that you're not going to back down, and you definitely yeah. never back down. <laughs> no, I don't back down. Now look, As far as like fighting is concerned, I'm sure you'll back down from a paycheck, uh, or from not getting a paycheck. Like yeah, look, you owe me, you owe me five grand, I'm going to be a yes, little sir. patient with yes, you. Yeah. Yes, sir. You owe me 50 yes, or sir. 500 I might slap your shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. This dude's catching five fingers to the face. <laughs> no. But um, it, it's good to learn to listen to people. And, and here's another thing, too. In intimate relationships, like when you're with somebody, you're not always going to get along. And motherfuckers like you and me, there's going to be a lot more times we don't get along likely when we're not having a good day. Right. So... And listening to what the other person's saying, truly listening instead of just being mad about yeah, how you feel. The communication. And think about how am I going to make this person feel slamming their fingers in the window. It's an extremely difficult situation when you think about doing it with like someone, a stranger. 
Well, and let me go one step further. This is being but selfish. It, it's that much more commendable, I think. Yeah. Like, just well, you're stepping out. I, I think it it's something to somebody you have no relationship okay. with is okay. fucking angry about something, and you de- you delve into diffused that. it in any diffuse delve into yeah. it. Give him any kind of advice. Offer him anything, but you know, no fucks given is fucking. That's charity. It that's, is. that's making the world a better place if everybody would just kind of reach out that. a little bit not just with strangers though realize everybody's got shit going on yeah. you know look when you're doing it with a stranger here's this is this is a selfish point of view of being that way mm-hmm. of being kind and being patient if it's with a stranger I'm preventing us getting to the point where one of us goes to the hospital and one goes to jail mm-hmm. and ruining the rest of my evening and tomorrow and future court dates and the money I'm going to have to spend on all that because I'm yeah. probably not the one going to the hospital. And so that's being selfish. I'm saving myself time and money. There's a way to diffuse it. I don't have to... Caring about the other person for just a minute is a nice thing, but I'm, I'll am i be honest. The first reason I do it is so I'm not... Preserving yourself. Going to jail, well, wasting yeah. my night, wasting Preserve yourself. Now, in a relationship with another person, if I care about you... Before I tell you about yourself, and I'm going to tell you about yourself, it just may not be tonight. Well, you do you do exactly as your sister does. Yes. You're going to take what you have, whatever you have into consideration. Yeah. Tell you that you know that's okay. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. And it's it's helped me so much. If I care about you. Oh, I know. And there's been many many times where you have lightly treaded on my feelings. Oh, and then yeah. told me this isn't going to work. You got to figure it out. Yep. In, in so many words, you know? Yep. But that lightly treading first, it always helps soften the situation. With you particularly. With it, I need it. It, 100%. it had to be done. Then you realized what I was doing and you felt a little a little bit of shame about it or you felt the love so you felt bad for it. It's understanding. It. Yes. It's like, uh, he's yeah. fucking right. Yeah. I do need to... Yeah. Fix this or whatever. And yeah. when does Mark ever tell me something to be a dickhead? Never. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. And you, that's why that's why I need you in my life, you know? Yeah. I need that. I can't have other people that I don't know if you're being a dickhead yeah. or not. Yeah. Are, I, are you coming are from you a bad fucking place? fucking being weird right now? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. I'm yeah. not. Ugh. I'll yeah. leave. I, I, try, I try in all my relationships, and I'm not fucking perfect. But I try in all my relationships, treat them like I want to be fucking treated. If I want you to be honest, loving, a little patient, and also tell me the fucking truth. You need that. I got to be that. I can't have yes people. No, no I don't want no yes I people. Need fucking, no. I need people that are just as intelligent as me to make the same observations at the same stuff I'm looking at. Same and, effort. And let's get yeah, the same fucking level of energy and let's come up with different answers and combine them and see how great yeah. we can be. Yeah. And, and that's really what my sister, who's 12 years younger than me, has taught me. One of the many things. To listen. And yep. it has served me. It has served me in all of my relationships. It's made me more apparently aware that me grabbing the bullhorn and voicing out why something's stupid makes me look like the fucking idiot. Mm. You know, um, even when somebody's wrong, they may have something wise in the reasoning or in why it makes them feel the way it is. That's strong. And I get that 100%. Like, just 
wanting to rectify the situation yeah. ultimately and immediately is not always yeah. the best. You want you want to fall back and, and let everybody speak and hear every single thing before you even begin to. Yeah, I've noticed most with people that are really hurt when they they lash out. Um, it's not even the situation if they're even mad at you. Sometimes they're just mad at themselves. That's they're me. They're broken inside. That's, oh, not now, but yeah, my younger you years. That's me. I was always yeah. mad at myself. Always pissed off about you know something I didn't do or something yeah. I could if, do if better. You're, if you're wrong, that's not the first thing I need to tell you. Pissed off about myself looking at myself in the mirror in the morning, you know, like so beating yourself up. Yeah, constantly. So I get that. Yeah. And, and so if I, if I love you and I should treat you how I want to be treated because there's a lot of times I'm fucking hard-headed I'm, 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 I'm ultra uh, step on the gas I, I, I had that conversation with my buddy Joey the other day he had to slow down for a lot of things this dude was plagued with a chipped tooth um, people at work not appreciating him overpassing him for a position um, um, toilet overflowed his mother died all of this at once, at once, and he was just in a state about it, you know? Like, that's a lot of trees falling in your house at one fucking time, you know? No trees in any house, on any house is a good thing. No. and At um, any time. Yeah, he, he just, it, it was just on him, and uh, he just needed a minute to process it, you know, and kind of figure it all out, you know, and... It's some just, safe space. Yeah. Literally, though. Yeah. And I don't know, but he, he bounced back from it wonderfully. Um, it, it, everybody's got so much going on, you know. So much at one time. We don't, we don't realize it. We mm-hmm. really don't, you know. We really don't. And anyway, it's just, it, it's really admirable on how when you can hold yourself back for the sake of someone else. Yeah. That's the hardest thing to do. Um, I think that's making, you know, I think that's making the world a better place. Yeah. Well, we talked about that. If, just if, if you take care of your family, your household, your neighbor, and some of your neighborhood, and along your path, the guy at the gym, strangers the guy you in your with, community, strangers at the pass, store, yeah. you know, just people you see. You don't have to be friends to be in contact with somebody. You know, or to be kind. Or to be kind to anybody. Yeah, be kind and respectful. And what you do is, is by doing your little street, your little neighborhood. It's contagious. Your little pathway. You're changing your world. It's contagious, yeah. You can't change the whole fucking world. People get hung up on uh, religion, uh, your race, uh, your sex, your income, your your uh, platform of whatever you think you are of yourself, your self-image. Uh, we get caught up in all of that. Um, political standpoint, all of this, you know, and we we worry more about that shit rather than just being be a good human, um, mm. be kind, you know, um, let people be who they're gonna be, forgive them, and, and go on. Why are you carrying that? You know, it's a hard hard thing to do to walk around mad about something all the fucking time. We got enough shit. You know? Yeah, carrying that everywhere is. Oh man, that's why it, you need to release. You need to learn. You need to I exercise. I don't watch the news for a that. Release. Everybody should do. Everybody should exercise. That's a release, and you know, 
You got to do something. You maintain it and doing that, you too. You don't watch the news, you said? Yeah, I, I won't watch the news. That I, I get enough bad news all day long just with being alive. If, if I go through Twitter, I'll catch the... You know, I'm the, saying, you're getting news if you go I'm through on, Twitter. I'm going to see the broad the strokes, but I'm not opening the fucking article. Oh, you, uh, you just read the headlines? Yeah, I keep it, I keep it moving. I can't... Like, these school shootings right now, I can't take I can't too much of that. Ever the the I mean, I do. I see it. That's too close to home for me. That's my kids. Oh, yeah. You Sometimes know? I've had the, oh, boy, I, I stuff happening I with kids. I can't understand people that do things to kids. Like, yeah, no. Some of these Netflix specials and stuff. Yeah, so, they, so why watch that? Why am I going to soak that shit up? Yeah, I, I don't. I was. I got into it. I, I go down rabbit holes with stuff. Like you said, I get engulfed in stuff. I get concentrating on one thing and then I realize I have to just stop I can't I can't well, do that you, you know what we do when we read all these bad things and take all this bad shit in that's what you think about so that's how you feel mm. why the fuck would you do that mm. hey I know I'm just gonna eat straight lard so my breathing will be wonderful and all my heart passages and I'm just gonna vessels. Take yeah. in straight poison into yeah. my brain, so all I think about is conspiracy yeah, and how everything's smart. not real and the world is a fucking shithole. Yeah, led by fucking darkness and that's demons. a smart idea. That's all I'm gonna put in my head because that, and that might be true, <clears throat> but it don't mean that's what I need to fill myself with because then I will be yeah. in, in darkness. So and I love how Jesus tackled things. You know when he would talk to people. People were trying to set him up with, with comments and questions, you know, mm-hmm. and he never scolded anyone or talked down to anyone. He always flipped and turned things, you know. He spoke in parables and poetry himself. Yeah, it's literally, mm-hmm. literally. And so I, I look at that and I kind of admire that. It's, it's a sign of a couple things. It's a sign of compassion. It's a sign of being smart. That's somebody very intelligent. You're handling the situation. Otherworldly. It's a sense of power. Mm-hmm. And then they, 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 they serve that power by being humble and, and showing humility. You know, people that do that, I feel like when somebody talks kindly and handles me in a nice way, I literally go, man, they're so fucking smart. How stupid did I just look? Well, yeah. Acting the way I did. I'm ashamed of when that. When someone's soft. I want to change that. Yeah. yeah, softens, softens oh, their, their responses, and oh. I, I tell I tell people if I, if I'm gonna if I'm like dating you, and you want me to understand something, don't yell at me. No. Don't ever yell at me. No, I don't. I'm, I don't hear you. Mm-mm. If you talk to me and you tell me how it hurts your feelings and what it did to you, even if I still don't think I was wrong, I don't ever want to hurt you. So I'm willing to change. Yeah. You come at me throwing rocks and kicking and screaming. Well, now you not only are you wrong, but now you're a crazy bitch. And I don't know you anymore. <laughs> You've changed. What's that meme where the guy disappears? <laughs> Homer Simpson into yeah, the bush. Yeah, into the bush. Yeah. That's me in real life, but poof. I can't I'm a ghost. see you. Yeah, unless you see dead people. I don't know. I can't deal with anybody yelling or being aggressive. No, That's... no. But if, again, you want an immediate response out of me, know how to handle me. Yeah. Pay attention. Yep. That's how I handled you. I know you. Yep. I know yelling at you and telling you stupid and we go in the fucking front yard, it's not going to fix it or change it. Nope. It's not. But if you talk and, you know, you voice approach. Voice of reason. Yeah. Voice of reason, you know. Yeah. 
Talk, tell me Say some intelligent shit to me. I'm bound to fucking yeah. hear you, bro. It, it, I, I might, I'll pay attention. And you, you know how to and do that. I, I said this earlier on how I expect to be, I'm going to treat people how I want to be treated with my friends. If I ever come to you and I tell you something, and it sounds hardcore, like if, if somebody were to eavesdrop on a conversation and I'm correcting you or something, telling you my perspective and what you did wrong, it sounds like, that's fucking cruel. But if you know me, you know it's always from a place of love. Mm-hmm. So I can tell you the truth about mm-hmm. yourself. And you need those people yeah. that tell you the and truth if you in know those me, situations. You know what I'm telling something, you? It's the truth. Something that needs yeah. to be said that I'm not seeing yeah. for some reason. It's great to have that perspective in there and someone that knows, hey, and and to be able to Don't sugarcoat like, it either. Yeah, I can be told. I can I can Don't I can tell listen. me a fucking uh, a, a riddle here for me to yeah. Decode. Right. Tell me like it is. Point blank. But tell me from a place of love. Yeah. Don't throw it at me. Right. Just serve it to me. Show it to me. Yeah. You know? And I don't know. And, and, and I don't always practice what I preach, but I'm getting a little better at it as I get older. That dealing with people like myself, like my mother, all of my brothers, including your ass, <laughs> you know, it's taught me how to deal with people and it's been lessons. Um, saved me from some shit too, you know. Um, there's lots of times where I've been with people I, I love, you know, um, in friendship or dating, and I could have stomped that heart out, bruh, you know, and it, it saved the situation, maybe it saved the relationship, because a lot of times you got to be the bigger person, you know. <clears throat> Again, it's not about uh, who's truly right or wrong, but um, when you when you are willing to alter your projected path or intention, or your delivery of anything, how you execute something, when you are willing to completely change that to accommodate to somebody you care about, and they see that effort made, you get you get you get a better outcome, you know, and it serves everybody better. Definitely. If you, I mean, look again. That to me, that's just part of being selfish. I didn't just do it just to let you win. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do it just to let you win the argument. I didn't do it just to make you feel better for it's right compromise. Now. Yeah. It's it's communication. Yeah. I don't know. That was a bit of a tangent, but Yeah, it was a tangent. <sighs> I don't know. That, <laughs> it, we, we were talking about our brother Brian the other day, you know, about um, the troubles he's had in his relationship, which I think is the most successful relationship that little ginger has ever had in his life. I think so too. She's a good woman. Definitely, great she, sense of humor, but to great be, daughter. But to be a hard hit, to be with a hard headed motherfucker, you gotta be a hard headed motherfucker. Yeah, you know, and and there lies the issues. You know, when you got two hard headed people, you're gonna be on a head on course sometimes. But the great thing is is, is being hard headed. You got to be hard headed for each other. Mm-hmm. So, and they so, are. And yeah. They, they, they you keep, can't quit. We, we they've go been through war. some stuff, man. Yeah. They've been through some stuff, you know, and they, they're not quitting. And, and then renovate mom's house. That, that was, that's, that's a lot. Oh, my goodness. And then living. Because, well, he's got to work all day. Living in the house, too. you got to live in it while you're working done. on it. Goodness. So all the money you're making, you're pouring into the house. Mm-hmm. You're not getting no fucking rest. Nope. And then you're living together, so you're in close quarters of one another. You have no time to... You don't have time to rest. Space you don't out. have no time to yourself. Yeah. yeah. Man, I got I got to live in a big house. I do. I, and I, I'm not against 
people having their own room. I mean, I think we should sleep in each other's room together. And the nights we can't, we, we got our own space. Yeah. It, it, I, I used to think that sounded absurd, but I, I really understand that because we all need a fucking break. I have my own, my own music room. We call it. It's got all yeah. the. I got all my set up in there. Lounge. And I, that's it. And I even, she gave me a, a do not disturb sign to put on my door. And then, yeah. So that if I'm doing something in there, like, whatever I'm doing, making a TikTok, Spotify, yeah. listening to shit, editing shit. No one's going to bother you. I put that on there and she's just like, all right, I know he's in his head right now. I don't want to go in there and, and get in, you know. What, okay, and what it's you awesome. just said right it, I it's my safe space. <laughs> I did not know that there was another person on this planet other than myself that knows how to handle you. Okay, so she does. That the whole fact that this woman studies you and learns how to make things work with you, how to approach you with things, how to give you. She space. does the whole setup. Like Man. what we're talking about. Your sister she does. If she if she acknowledges everything that I I you know that I'm and and. Definitely super softens it and try, makes that, tries to fix that if she can. If she can't, yeah. then she goes and, you know, what, what to do now. And she, man, man. That's and, a she, lot and she of gives me my space. Yeah, that's like a lot a of time patience. Time to breathe. She's, that's a lot of patience. Yeah, but it's like a, you give someone space, but you don't ignore them. Yeah. You, know, you still take care of them. Like that, there's that meme about the, uh, with the, the grandma holding the umbrella over the grandpa, you know, and uh, just because I'm mad at you doesn't mean I still love you because she's holding her umbrella because yeah. they're in the rain. And yeah. She's still, but they yeah. got sour faces on. It's just like that. Just yeah. because, just if you're upset with someone, you still love them. You still want to take care of them. Do, do you remember that girl Rebecca dated in South Florida? Yeah. She was, she was probably the smartest girl I'd, I'd ever dated to that point. Um, and I, I, one thing about her, her patience and brilliance was this, um, you know, I'd work crazy hours and I'd fly there every other weekend and the other weekend she'd come here. Yeah. And when she'd be here, I'd be working. Yeah. You know? Um, but while we get over there, I would get off of work, go straight to the airport, fly in, get, get in, you know, on the red eye, um, go to sleep, get up. And some days, you know, you know me, I'm moody and she would see it in my face. I'd probably not answer softly twice on something and she would ask me hey do you need some time and i would say yeah she would go upstairs in her own house and stay for two three hours and come back down are you better yet and if i said no she'd go back upstairs and i i thought how absurd is that how crazy is that this is her house if you're sharing a space with someone and i know you weren't living together but you were living together and you're going to be there 24 7 from the moment you get there mm -hmm. i think that's actually super considerate of someone that you're going to be sharing this 24 hours a day with if they yeah. need two hours to decompress especially if they just got off a plane from another that's ultra considerate and I, you know. it was yeah and, and you know to I, honest, I guess it's like uh, I, I don't know if like if we would ever be sensitive enough to do that shit like in our own I house would. You know? I don't know now I am now you would but yeah. if I respect you yes. but I get it if like, you're hard working like yeah. if you just work 20 hours on something you couldn't go to sleep you still got more work to do I yeah. understand you need a little time I know but what do I need I to would do be like look that room right there it has a door you go in there I'm not coming in there <laughs> 
Man, I'm not going upstairs. This is I'd be in this the kitchen, house. butter yeah. and a bagel if you're hungry. Well, I'll be honest. But she would leave, and after about an hour, I'd miss her. I'd be like, wow, no woman's ever done that for me. Most time they smother me, or they fucking bitch because I need to be alone. Like it yeah. sounds like a, no. it sounds like it's a you thing. It's not. It's a me thing. You know? Yeah. No, no, I, I get that. That's yeah. what I get a lot brilliant. of, and I'm so thankful for it because I don't ever have to. There's never, I never have to defend anything, or I never yeah. have to like argue. Feel like you're wrong for feeling it. I never yeah. have to fuck. Yeah, I don't have to do no any of that. Yeah. She accepts all my feelings, and she's I, strong, man. Yeah, what she's a big girl, one hundred percent. I've been telling you, me. I want to go double date with her. I really want to get to know her. I know she's a wonderful person, but just mm-hmm. from. Anybody yeah. that can fucking endure your ass yeah. is either dumb as fuck super or, smart. or she's, super smart. She's really smart, but she's a good... She she's doesn't know how smart she is, mm. so we're not going to tell her that. No. We're going to keep her... Yeah, we need to block this out. Yeah, I'm going to edit this out. And so we'll snip this out. <laughs> <the> music, <too. laughs> we're on the bathroom break. We're back. <laughs> She's not uppity about it, though. You know, she's yeah. she's smart enough to know that there are many she things humility. she doesn't know. Oh man, she can that's learn. brilliant. She can always learn, and yeah, that's that's a, that's a great quality to have. Well, part of that listening thing I'm yeah. talking about, and it rubs off on me. You know, and not only is it trying to show a sign of uh, love and patience, but also it's taught me so much by not being hard headed, mm-hmm. by listening. Yeah. It, it, you learn things, come to fucking find out. Definitely. I didn't know that's how you learn. Listen. Okay. Right. Fuck. Right. That's what, are you seeing other people's ways of life work better than what you're doing? Like, that inspires you to... I hey, just have more respect for somebody that can should, listen. Yeah, maybe I should listen. Shit. What they're doing is obviously... Or make working. a friend out of an enemy. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's what I was talking yeah. about earlier. That in That is changing the world, you know? It is. Making someone lose making someone lose hate is about the best thing you can do. Yeah, that's hard. To you do. can't make everyone happy, but you know, making them lose hate. Yeah, I think I I like that. Lose the hate. Lose the hate. That's a t-shirt too. That's a great t-shirt. Yeah, we're about to start selling t-shirts. <laughs> if uh, some of these sponsors don't come around. <laughs> we was plugging the shit out of stuff last episode though there's a lot of I was I was thinking damn if we ever really do get some sponsors we're gonna do some kick ass commercials because we was just like talking good people. about people and it sounded great I it, forgot though who I prefer to talk good about people than have to tell you a negative, a negative I would never want to mention it makes me, any it makes me feel bad about any, any yeah. business for sure yeah. like on like I don't want to do that because it may have just been that one day that one time it, it, it's it's hard for me not. You never to. know what the business is going through either. Yeah. There might be some it's fucking people. employees, <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers. It, it, there's a. It's hard for me to try new places because I'm uh, I'm accustomed to what I'm accustomed to, and I'm hard to deal with as is. But um, if I if I have a great experience with somebody and they handle me well, certain restaurants, bars. You want to go back? Well, yeah, I want, want to do to that again. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. In New Orleans, I tell people there's good food. Shout out Watson Waffle House. It's <laughs> fucking killing it with the hash browns. They double, double, double. 
portion. Where where is their Watson Waffle House? Oh, right at the front of Kmarket Road. Are you kidding me? Where Story's Grocer used to be. Are you serious? Well, I mean, there's a store right there, but right on the side of it, where the bait shop. No was. shit. Remember the bait shop? I do. Cowboys bait shop. Was it Cowboys? Cowboys bait shop. They have one down at the end of the line. But yeah, Mr. White was in there. He had a white cowboy hat on all the time in that beard. You got your shiners yet today? Yeah. I'm going to get them shiners. I just want to get a couple jigs over here. Get jig, jig, jig with it. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I had a friend of mine going to breakfast earlier this morning, and, and I was thinking, what's a good breakfast joint in Baton Rouge? What is Baton it Rouge? other than Wild The Ruby House? Slipper? Ruby Slipper? The one in New Orleans is wonderful. I don't know about the one here. I don't either. Um, I don't even know if there's one here. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, what's that one over there on LSU campus that's open all out? Louis. Louis. Louis got a pretty good breakfast. Louis got some good stuff, man. I like Louis. Another broken egg. Uh, I've never been there. Those Wait, are pretty good. I did go to one one time. Those are pretty good. Um, I love New York Bagel, but I mean, it's not like a breakfast breakfast. You go sit down. Boy, you want breakfast? I got we got the griddle going while we was camping and make pancakes. And I'm about to put y'all on something. If you're listening to this far into the episode, you have made yourself a treasure. You take like a little ketchup bottle or okay. whatever, a little not ketchup yeah. bottle, but same type of bottle. Okay. Fill it with pancake mix. Throw that in your uh, in your cooler, uh-huh. and then you bust the griddle out, and you just squeeze out little dollar pancakes. Just pre-battered you up. Just little squeeze, little dots on uh-huh. your thing, and, and you're making pancakes. That's what we did camping. We made bacon. And little sausages. I think it's well thought out, but I was really expecting something amazing, Brad. I got that was excited. amazing. What I was like, I was waiting on this. About? Did he I not hear me? Ass ingredient. That fucking silver dollar pancakes that you just <laughs> squeeze out, you don't have to like... Pull it out of a batter. It's you squeezing it yeah. out of a ketchup bottle. No, it is. It's pre-mixed. It's brilliant to take on the trip and it's already ready. Instead it was a move. Man. That's actually pretty smart. But it was actually very smart. But, but I, I also like, fell out of a hammock. But, okay. but go ahead. <laughs> How you got, fall out? Hold they on. got video of Hold it on. too. I'll show you, but I'm never putting it online anymore. How in the fuck do you fall out of a hammock? Please, please let's forget the story. How did you fall out of a hammock? How do you set up a hammock? It's first off. Tree to tree. Tree to tree, yeah. But then there's like a little tricky system with the thingy. And anyway, when you get in it, it's pretty tight. And then, you know. It's oh, balancing. When you get... <laughs> I was trying to get out because it was so tight that like the sides were drawn tight. You know what I'm saying? So oh it was like God. there's like a this and uh-huh. the sides are drawn tight. And I have to get out over to the roll sides out. and yeah. it just kind of. Kind of slingshotted me around, and I wish I ground. could have been there. I got. I'll send you. The I'd video. have helped you up, made sure you're right, but I'd been fucking. Peeing Everybody myself. got a laugh out of it. So even the damn campers next to us. I'm so glad when they That's left. That's perfect. Everybody was watching. Fuck, bro. I like, know you were embarrassed. Prime time. I had to get up and shake it off like it was planned. You know, Ooh, like hey, all right, I'm back. Yeah. Make sure y'all are watching. In hindsight, though, like when you just sit in it like a bat, it is literally comfortable yeah. and like awesome. Like you just yeah. and you're in like you're like you're in the womb. So you're just sitting there. I could definitely. I was kind of tired, but I could have definitely napped in there for a long time. I thought about going and getting in it during the night, but it kind of sprinkled, so it ended up being a little wet. So I did not. But that was you know that was my hammock experience. I had that thing for three years, and that was the first time I set it up. 
I didn't even, it was just a pouch. I didn't even know the hammock was part of the pouch. I thought it was like a hammock inside of a pouch, but you opened it up and the pouch was part of the hammock. Now there's <laughs> your amazing part. That is pretty amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> you, you actually uh, opened a memory back in Watson when we were young. I remember um, I moved out of my dad's house at 17. It was between y'all's house and staying over there on the on the uh, Easterly Ranch and, and then over there on Whitley Drive, you know, bouncing around. Yeah. And, um, and I remember we, you had the pop-up closet yeah. in, in my room and yeah. you know, dibs on the top bunk always, yeah. for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, I remember I went back to my dad's one day in the middle of the day going fishing. I think it was a weekend. And um, shadow my black German Shepherd, my first first animal, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, shadow. Yeah. We were outside the gate, the gated on, on the property on the back side of the house. Mm-hmm. And there was a hammock up, that green hammock. And I remember going to lay in it. And it was a, it was like a fall day, and the wind was blowing. I laid back and I was looking at the clouds and the treetops, the shadow breathing under me. And I remember that peaceful moment because I, I it felt home, and I was in the middle of bouncing around, and everything was kind of unsure. I didn't have roots nowhere. Yeah, yeah I felt lost. No, I felt that many times when I was, you know, yeah. not living at home, and then you go back there, and then home feels like more home. Yeah. And wherever you're at, whatever apartment or shitty little place I was yeah. at, go back there to actual where you grew up and had some roots and you had some memories and you catch a breeze or home. something. I've done that on the uh, the back porch swing out behind my mom's. I've actually, I was doing it one time and the fucking thing broke. And <laughs> I swear, like it was like, all right, reality check, bitch, you're back. You yeah. don't live here no more. Get the fuck up. This swing's broke, and so is your fucking heart. Now get out of here. Not to pee on you at all, but um, have you noticed there's a thing with you and swings and hammocks? Fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that. I don't know if I, you see the pattern. I, I should have omitted that to the next <laughs> time. That's, that's literally two swing falls in like less than 10 minutes on my conversation. Like, let's not talk about Let's not talk about the other time. But I remember being on the, on that hammock that day, and I remember dozing off into a deep, deep, peaceful sleep. And, and when I came to, I opened my eyes and I saw the clouds, and I, I literally talked to God, and I said, God, don't let me, don't ever let me forget this moment of this peace, because I think I'm going to need it another time. And I can't tell you how many times I've opened that memory and went back into it when I needed it most. That's something special to have. I didn't want to forget a thing. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you another time in Watson with you. Do you remember when we'd go back under the power lines to go hunting in the day and we'd be of course, out yeah. in the woods? There was a giant pile of pine needles. And Shadow came out there with us on one of these hunting trips. And me and Shadow laid on them needles. And man, I just dozed off in a deep, deep nap. And when I woke up, I could smell the pine trees and the crisp, cool air and the sound of all the birds. Like Huck Finn and Tom Sawyer just out there, nature. And I remember that day, I went, I don't ever want to forget this shadow, being with you, being out there. I just felt like I didn't have a fucking care in the world. Fucking old yeller and shit (laughs) out there. Yeah, that's, that's what I think of. Well, having I was, that, you know, companionship. 
with the dog anyway when you say when you bring up shadow yeah well that's been a kind of a a, a bar I set throughout life um everywhere I've went and the people I meet even when it's a stranger that I've never spoke to again if I had if I had a moment with you and the day was perfect and everything was right and I felt some peace in my soul I try and look around and remember every little moment of it because I want to I want to re- recall this moment mm-hmm. I want to feel I, this way again I want to open up whatever little drawer whatever. I can hide that in and pull it out and be here again so I try and I try and do that um a lot of people tell me, um, like when I'm in a daze, they're like, either that motherfucker is high, or he's writing poetry, or he's th- having a deep, deep thought. But a lot of times, nine times out of ten, well, nah, probably 50 50, uh, it'd be a time where I'm trying to captivate the moment. I'm, I'm writing, I might be writing a poetry about You're it. You're writing a script of this moment. In yeah. Your head, in, and in and the older I get, the older I get, the more HTML. I'm trying to collect that. I'm yeah. trying. I'm collecting moments and I'm collecting people. Yeah. And and I need. I, because I know, man, life throws so many curves. That's all we have is moments, memories. Yeah. Special so feelings. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be in the moment. Like you said, you could lose all these moments in a second in a fucking and not second. be able to appreciate that type of stuff. Just with, just a million things happen. Like I mean, I'm not gonna even broach the subject but like you said about the lady in the prison you know yeah that could be all of us yeah it could all of our feelings could be taken away we the whole country could be invaded and taken over by china or russia or something and we have no more rights as a people you know there's all kinds anything could happen another crazy pandemic Um, another pandemic where they shut everybody indoors and (laughs) and and keep tabs on everybody by isolating or something that actually does really hurt us like beyond beyond you know being able to safeguard us with uh, a real vaccine or whatever. You know? Well, maybe a lot of people think that like this was just a test. That corona or COVID, was, that's just a test to see how people would react. And if you really want to clamp down society right now, all you would have to do is have like a, a serious disease affect someone. You know, oh, and how easy it spread. Yeah. And, and how easy it spreads and how dangerous it is and just start, you know, that. And then it's back to square one. They know they know they can close us off now. I mean, look, nothing's impossible. I uh, I don't think we're. I think you're giving humanity too much credit. I think we're we're fucking idiots, and we'll all kill ourselves off, no doubt about it. Well, that's um, how we could do it, right there. With, with, <laughs> yeah. They're they're literally creating viruses that spread that will kill you. Um, that they're killing off the weaker people right now, people with weak immune systems and. They're not healthy is what it goes for, but they could eat just as easily come up with something that is manufactured biologically that will literally end the world. I think it's far more likely that it will end with nuclear war. Somebody will pull the trigger, Putin will be... I don't. I, I, I think it's going to be um, some morphed disease probably that kills off. It'll be... Food supplies, biological warfare food supplies and, and health I mean um, something that damages we talk the about food supplies every time humanity gets too big in one place that's what happens like they're there and then all of a sudden they're not yeah. you know what that is all the greatest societies have all yeah. fallen 
no. including the dinosaurs. But back to what we were talking about earlier, just about being in the moment and remembering things. Um, I, I even do it with walking. Um, I've had back injuries, health, you know, something pulled, something hurt. Just being able to walk and feel healthy and feel good, I actually value those moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at my dad, Bill. My stepdad, Bill. Exactly. Him being uh, paraplegic. Man, I'm, I'm grateful to be able to stand up, <laughs> open the door, walk, run. Um, it's things we take for granted whenever we're young. You know, we think we're going to be healthy forever. We think we're going to live forever. We don't think about these it. moments are fleeting. Right. Enjoy it all. <laughs> Youth and beauty are fleeting. Oh, I have neither of those, but they've already <laughs> floated. <coughs> Flot. You, you something, man. Uh, oh, anyway, we are muttering on. Um, we just want to chatter, mutter, <laughs> mutter, chatter. We definitely want to tell everybody thank you for listening. Thank and, you so uh, much. We appreciate y'all being a part of our little conversations. That's all it is. And uh, also, if any of y'all have any ideas or any feedback, uh, Brad's got a phone number that he's going to give y'all in a little bit that y'all can, I believe it's text or is it call? You can call in or text in. You can call or text. I got the new phone set up. Uh, and, uh, so I don't really know you know, I give us a little it. intel if y'all like... Uh, we just we just come up with little ideas and thoughts. Sometimes we don't. We just talk. The number is what? What the fuck? The number is two two five four eight seven zero nine zero nine. Whenever my screen went completely dark, it stopped recording. So mm. there's gonna be like a little cut in there, but okay. I'll fix that. It's recording now, though. Okay. 225-487-0909. Call in, text in, whatever. Now to the main stage, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> what was that fucking stupid Adam Sandler movie where there's... Oh, no, it wasn't Adam Sandler. It was um, Ryan Reynolds. Um, Sandra Bullock's his boss. And on this island in Alaska, there's like one guy who's the post office guy, the the nightclub owner, the bar owner, the strip, the male stripper of the town. <laughs> He's got knee braces on, ice on his knees when he goes up and strips. That's what I'm thinking of him. To the main stage, Bob. <laughs> oh man. Well, anyway, guys, thank y'all for listening, and, and uh, we hope we'll catch you next time. Have a great week, and uh, we will catch you next time. And go out and hug a stranger. Do something nice for someone you don't know. Yeah. You could be the cataclysmic beginning of something good. A ray of sunshine. uh, Just an act of God to someone else and you don't even know it. Absolutely. Y'all have a blessed day. Cheers. Bye.